0: Welcome to yet another Rock and Roll Hall of Fame CooperCast episode. This is your host, Al's Glovebox, John Sachs. We ramble on about his solo albums and then to Leonard We ponder on whether this new notoriety will help get his four CD box published about hearing from his friends as far back as the aristocrats, even before he was in the Royal Teens. You produce a whole series of solo records, a lot of which mean a lot to a lot of people. People wrote in, they talked about how uh, this or that uh, Al Cooper album really means a lot to them. So there's another Al Cooper is the the solo player, although you never, I mean, all of your albums have a lot of musicians on them. You know, you would assemble a lot of people. yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, unless it was a live album.
0: Yeah, and then another Al Cooper shows up who is the producer of Skinner, which is like, this is, this is why it's so hard to, there's no easy one-liner to, 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 to summarize your career except that one that says you're well,
1: the... Well, let's just say that fortunately, yeah, I like a lot of kinds of music. Yeah. And so...
0: If you get to go... I assume both of them will be there, Chuck Khan and uh, Bernie Taupin will be there. And if Bernie's there...
1: I would love to see Bernie. I haven't seen him in a really long time. Uh, um, that's one of the things I'm looking forward to and hoping that I can go.
0: If you could go and Bernie's there, Bernie's singer guy will be the, the guy with the big glasses, Elton John, who you were also pals with. The three of you said were inseparable for a time. Yes. Yeah. It's good company to go in with.
1: I'm excited. I, I like. I say. I hope I can go. Yeah. Hope I'm alive.
0: <laughs> you're you're hanging you're hanging in okay. So you got into the Hall of Fame, and yes, we got a lot a lot of email. Now most of them just said congratulations. So there's no point in reading them because there's nothing we can say other than thank you. But I guess we can say a big group thank you to all of the people who wrote in. Oh yeah, in a, in a big way. I mean, people wrote in and they talked about how
1: No, no, the, the 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 best Yeah. were the, you know, the the four or five sentence ones.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me see if I there's a couple that stood out to me. Um but here's a question that you and I uh touched upon this guy touched upon. We assume, hopefully, that this new notoriety will help get the box set published
1: and I'm, I'm hoping i'm hoping that too
0: it makes it more commercially viable yeah and that's definitely. what you need that's what you need
1: i i, I just haven't found a, a a place that understands it yeah which scares me
0: well it's <laughs> It's a reflection of your career because it goes back to your yeah, writing I mean, days. But yeah, but
1: I mean, to, when I did it, yeah. and it took me like, you know, close to 10 years to do it, Yeah, uh, that's what I was trying to do, but I wanted it to be as much unreleased stuff as possible.
0: Right, right.
1: Or rare stuff.
0: But some of that unreleased stuff reflects on released stuff, like This Diamond Ring, you've got, you know...
1: Uh, The original demo. The
0: original demo, and that's really got to be interesting to people. But the point is, that's Al in the songwriter days at
1: 1650 Broadway. Yeah, well, that's why it's four CDs. Right. Because, you know, I did a lot of different things.
0: Yes, and I think that's why it's a nice parallel... To the whole career, because it reflects on most aspects of your career are are in there. Like, we think that that song that George Harrison played guitar for you one night is going to be in that box set, right? I can't remember. think so. That's on the George Harrison episode that, you know. By the way, that is the number one downloaded episode of this entire podcast is... Uh, the, George? You're playing... You're you're playing on his album and you hear that Lennon has been shot.
1: Hear that oh yeah, yeah yeah. And you
0: have to go and you have to go be with George the next day. It's just unbelievable. And then sometime that night you say, Hey, I got the song you wanna play and he played it for you, which is cool. I hope it gets on the box set. I mean the box set's all full of legal issues, because right? 'Cause it's got all these different people and a lot of Futsing around. I don't know if you want to name drop, but you must have got a lot of phone calls from old friends to say, hey, Al, I heard about this. Well, that
1: wouldn't be name dropping.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't be? No. Can you drop some names?
1: I'm saying it wouldn't be name dropping. Because? Because no one's ever heard of some of these people that
0: came out of the woodwork. These are your old personal friends. Yeah. Called you up and said, Al. Yeah but they're close enough friends that they had your phone number we don't right
1: that's what I'm saying
0: yeah yeah I mean that you can be reached by email by anybody from the website
1: well like the first band I was ever in yeah pre-royal teens yeah was the Aristocats yes and the guy from the Aristocats uh, sent an email and said wow
0: yeah that's cool that is,
1: and the fact that we're still in, still have been in touch, right, we never dropped,
0: and I think I saw one of the royal teens also emailed you, and he said that makes two of the royal teens that made the Rock hall of fame
1: that's over my head. I can't think who the, oh uh Bob Gordia.
0: he was a royal teen,
1: yeah, it was his band,
0: okay, and then he uh he- he in
1: four seasons,
0: yeah. Which is is a band that deserved to be in the Rock Hall of Fame. He wrote all their stuff, pretty much?
1: In the Four Seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's that's an accomplishment right there.
1: No, definitely. That was a great band. That's also where I found Charlie Colello. Right. Because he did some of the arrangements
0: for the Four Seasons.
1: Yeah. And killed me.
0: Yeah. You know, I was going to ask you that um, we, go, we periodically go back and take a little glimpse at one aspect of your multifaceted career. Do you remember, can you put yourself back to the first day that you showed up at 1650 with these two older-than-you guys, Glass and Levine, right? Brass and Levine. Why do I keep calling him Glass. I don't know. I don't know. Ira Glass. Brass and Levine, they're, they're already there. They're a little older than you.
1: They're already there.
0: Yeah, they're there. <laughs> you you walk, Do you remember the first day you walked into the room with those two guys? No. Okay. So it did, it wasn't like you were like, uh, oh, my God, what am I doing here?
1: No, no, I I was already hired. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be a songwriter, I was writing by myself. Oh,
0: okay, and then they paired you with them. And the
1: publisher put me with them because they were lyricists. They had no music.
0: Right, okay.
1: And he thought it would be a good combination, which was actually
0: brilliant. So you came in kind of equal to them? More than equal. Okay.
1: Although I took an equal share which in retrospect I'm sorry I did.
0: <laughs> you should have you should they I should, have should
1: have got 50% and, and they, they should, should have, have got a quarter. A, yeah. <laughs> really, but but I don't know how, how that really works. So I I went along with that. Yeah. And plus, you know, they were older than me.
0: Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's why I wondered if you I was a kid. You were a kid, right? And they were at that age, four years or five years makes a huge difference. The difference yes, between 18 and 23 is like, wow, you know. Them them guys are grown-ups.
1: And, in fact, um, Irwin Levine, mm. when we split up, uh, went on and, and had more stuff, Don't Ask Me What It Is. But...
0: I think he wrote hits for uh, Tony Orlando and Donut. Didn't he write Tie a Yellow Ribbon and all that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, hey, you may not think it's the greatest song ever, but it's an no, accomplishment. No, no, no,
1: no, Most of what we wrote was not the greatest song ever, right?
0: This has been Coopercast, another Hall of Fame episode, brought to you by many big thanks. Submit questions for Al at alcooper.com on the Coopercast page.